welcome again to the fastest hour of the week on the Glean Podcast. We're glad you're tuning in with us, and tonight we're going to continue in our study of the book of Revelation. And like we say at the beginning of every one of them, Revelations chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed is he that readeth. And that also pertains to you that are watching the podcast on Revelations. As we study the book of Revelations, you will be blessed. And you claim that blessing right now. You just say, Father God, as I watch this podcast and we study the book of Revelations together, I receive the blessings that you have for me and my family and watch it come to pass. But tonight, we're going to be getting into chapter 17 and 18. We're going to try to get through both of these chapters tonight, time permitting. But uh, we're going to start here in chapter 17, book of Revelations, and we'll begin reading in verse 1. And it says, Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, and I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away into the spirit, or in the spirit, into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of name of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abomination of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. But the angel said unto me, why did you marvel? I tell you the mystery. I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has seven heads and ten horns. The beast that you saw and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they see the beast that was and is not and yet is, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings, five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Then he said to me, The waters which you saw, where the harlot sits, are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast... These will hate the harlot, 
make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind, and to give their kingdoms to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman who you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Now, we notice that this is, again, we're, we're past midpoint. We believe, according to Scripture, that we're possibly last month, maybe even the last half month or so of the tribulation before the return of Jesus, and he'll be coming back as it's talking about here in these scriptures. But you begin to see uh, where the Antichrist is, he's establishing his kingdom, what he thinks is going to be his rule on the earth. But here in verses one and two, you know, it, it talks about that uh, it, it, it keeps referring to the great judgment or the judgment to come on the great harlot who sits on many waters with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and they were drunk in the wine of her fornication. Who, who is the great harlot? Uh, it's a combination of all the false religions mm -hmm. of history. Right. Uh, you know, and they, according to, uh, you know, the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 2, uh, you know, he shows uh, Nebuchadnezzar's, the image that Nebuchadnezzar mm -hmm. saw. And uh, he told, uh, you know, he saw the head of gold. Uh, the chest was of uh, silver. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the thighs was of brass and so forth. And then the feet was, uh, you know, of uh, iron and mm -hmm. clay mixed. Yeah, and uh, he was telling King Nebuchadnezzar that his empire was great, but it was going to fall. Mm -hmm. And then he named, uh, you know, the the follow the empires that would follow right. that. And uh, when he's talking about uh, the great harlot, it it is and it's talking about spiritual fornication. Right. You know, they worshiped idols, worshiped false god. And, uh, you know, some have uh, tried to say that it would be the uh, Catholic Church, you right. know, and the Pope would mm -hmm. be the uh, false prophet <laughs> and so forth. But uh, it's a, really, it's a combination of all the false religions that have existed in the earth. Right. And uh, when you... Uh, read about uh, you know this it it and it talked about how uh, that they had uh, you know uh, persecuted the Christian mm -hmm. the believer yeah all through history every, it's always been that way mm -hmm. every kingdom or mm -hmm. empire that has risen up to prominence right they're the ones who have and those that worship, uh, you know, the gods, the mm -hmm. false gods, uh, and they're the ones who have always persecuted the church. Right. And uh, that's when it's talking about they have committed fornication with her. Uh, it's it's uh, referring to spiritual fornication. Right. And uh, he mentioned here 
you know, in, uh, I believe, uh, verse 3, that, uh, you know, of course, he was uh, sitting upon the great whore, or the great whore was, uh, you know, sitting upon the beast. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, uh, well, you want me to go ahead and read verse 3? Yeah, go ahead. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Uh And uh, if I remember correctly, back several uh, weeks ago, in uh, Revelations chapter 13 Mm -hmm. is where it talked about uh, the beast that rose up from the earth, you know, and uh, had seven heads and ten horns. Mm -hmm. Well, when we study that, uh, you know, Daniel began with uh, the empire of Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian empire, Mm -hmm. and because that was from his time on, you know. And uh, he mentioned uh, Babylon. Of course, that was the head of gold. Then after Babylon, the Medes and the Persians yeah. was the uh, chest and all of mm. the uh, silver. And then the Grecian Empire rose up after them. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, we know that there were uh, other empires because uh, he said they had uh, seven heads mm-hmm. and ten horns. Right. Well, uh, if you think about it, there's the Egyptian Empire, uh, the uh, Assyrian Assyrian. Empire, Babylon, Medes and the Persian, Mm -hmm. and uh, the Grecians, Mm -hmm. the Greek Empire, and then there was the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. That's six. Yeah. But out of that, you know, the... The Roman Empire was never defeated. Right. It fell from, from within. within. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Christ, when he came and, of course, uh, you know, was crucified, uh, even in there, you know, we mm-hmm. read in who was it that persecuted Christ mm-hmm. and his followers. Yeah. It was the religious crowd. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the wicked. I mean, yeah. they, of course, the people was wicked, but. Uh, it it wasn't wasn't other churches. It, yeah, it, it was the religious mm-hmm. crowd that was persecuting. Yeah, uh, you know the the true church. Yeah, and it's always been that way. And so, when Christ went to the cross and shed His blood and was buried and rose again the third day, uh, you know, of course, He did that to redeem fallen mankind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it said in John three sixteen that for God sent his son into the world, uh, you know, and whoever would believe upon him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so that kind of put a, a it wasn't really a death blow, but it, it slowed right. uh, that em, the empire rule and yeah. that satanic yeah. Worship that mm-hmm. the false religions had. Yeah. And uh, so uh, then, of course, the gospel, mm-hmm. after the, you know, after Christ's resurrection, uh, he 
not only had the 12 apostles whom he had chosen, but on the day of Pentecost when the, he ascended to heaven, and of course uh, he ascended it up into heaven 10 days before Pentecost. Yeah. Because Acts chapter 1 tells us he was with them for 40 days mm-hmm. uh, teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom of God yeah. after his resurrection. So uh, 10 days before the day of Pentecost, he ascended up into heaven. And in John's gospel, Jesus said, it's expedient mm-hmm. for you that I go away. For if I don't go away, the comforter yeah. will not come. But when I go away, I will send him unto you. And he told them to tarry in the city of Jerusalem mm-hmm. till they be endued with power from on high. And so we know on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came mm-hmm. and the, the church was birthed. Yeah. That was the birth of the church. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, of course, those, uh, even the first uh, day, you know, when they were questioning what had happened, what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, they were, uh, you know, acting, they were supposing that all those people that were in the upper room were drunk. Drunk, yeah. And, uh, but it was, uh, I think, the, uh, early in the morning, you know, some say it was about 9 o'clock and the ABC store hadn't opened yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they were, uh, you know, speaking in other languages and they were, uh, it looked like they were drunk. They said, these men are full of new wine. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Peter when he stood up and explained, explained it, you know, he said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that he would, in the last days, he would pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. And he said, your uh, young men will see visions, your mm-hmm. old men will dream dream, and upon your servants and upon your handmaidens I will pour out of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Uh, so uh, that was the birth of the church. And then the gospel began to be preached, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it said that same day. Mm-hmm. Now think about this. Yeah. That same day, Pete, when Peter stood up and said, mm-hmm. this is that which was spoken yeah. by the prophet Joel, 3,000 souls were added to the church. Yeah. Started with 120 mm-hmm. and wound up with 3,000 more before the day, yeah. before the sun set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good preaching, you know, yeah. <laughs> praise God. But uh, so because the church is here on the earth, we think, need to think about it in this light. Uh, Jesus said in one place, he said, I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. But before he ascended back to the Father, mm-hmm. he said, now you, you are the light of the world, mm-hmm. the salt yeah. of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so what does light do? Mm-hmm. It expels darkness. Mm-hmm. And also salt is a preservative. Mm-hmm. I believe, you know, that uh, the blood-bought church is that light. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, the salt of the earth that is, uh, you know, preserving us, you know, mm-hmm. and against the onslaught of the enemy. Of course, the devil is constantly trying to attack the church, yeah. keep us from accomplishing God's plan and purpose on the earth and to bring many souls into the kingdom. 
And, uh, you know, that's, I think, one of the reasons why, uh, you know, the in the book of James, it says that he waits patiently yeah. to receive the fruit of the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the fruit of the earth? Yeah. It's souls. Souls. And so uh, also, you know, uh, light expels darkness. Salt is a preservative, mm-hmm. and salt also creates thirst. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've ever eaten a big slab of a, a country yeah. ham, you know, yeah. uh, and it's been cured out, it's salty, and it creates thirst. Well, mm-hmm. we, we ought to be like that slab of country ham. Yeah, We ought to yeah. be living our lives in such a way that it would cause people to desire or the thirst after yeah. the peace, the joy, yeah. the contentment, the happiness mm-hmm. that we have, and uh, what God is doing in our lives, uh, you know. But uh, this uh, this is a combination of all the false religions right. of the world, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, uh, you know, the false prophet will try to bring and the antichrist will try to bring them together in unity yeah and as i said some thinks uh, you know that it'll be the catholic church but no uh it's a combination of all the mm. false religions yeah and I, I mean i'm not saying that all the catholics religion right. is false some do believe yeah. in christ that he's the messiah and uh, you know they're born again and spirit filled but uh so when, when they bring together all the false religions of the world, they will, they, they will, I believe, and it will be the World Council of Churches, mm-hmm. which is headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they, they are working towards trying to bring unity among all the religions. Mm-hmm. Well, that's impossible. Yeah. I mean, how... Can we, the reason I say it's impossible, how can we be a part of all the false religions, yeah. you know, of the world when they don't believe in Jesus Christ right. as the Lord and Savior uh, of mankind? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I believe that it will be a, a combination or culmination of all the false religions joined together. Yeah. And uh, the beast and the false prophet <coughs> will uh, try to bring unity among them. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so when it talks about the seven heads and the ten horns, uh, it's talking about all of the empires, right. the Gentile empires that had since, uh, you know, the beginning uh, when they began to rule over, over Israel. Uh, it it began with Egypt, right, and then as I said, Assyria, yep. Babylon, the Medes and the Persians, mm-hmm. the Grecians, and then the Roman Empire. Now yeah. that's six, but it said there are seven heads. Mm-hmm. Well, in uh, Nebuchadnezzar's image, mm-hmm. the ten toes. Then mm-hmm. Revelation talks about the ten king in the last days that would be raised up, which is the seven. Yeah. Let's see. 
That's the seven heads. Mm -hmm. And it said that the little horn, which represents the Antichrist, will come up out of the seven Right. The seventh head or the ten toes kingdom yeah. that uh, in Nebuchadnezzar's uh, image. Yeah. And that'll be the seventh. And, of course, the Antichrist will come out of that, and he will be the eighth yeah. and final uh, Gentile rule over the nation yeah. of Israel. And they're, they're, people don't realize, and that's what you that are watching need to need to realize, yes, this is going to actually manifest itself fully in the tribulation, sure. but these things are being prepped as we speak. Yeah, yeah. When you look at one world, the new world order, uh -huh. that's one world government. Yeah. You look at uh, your world health organization, that's yeah. a one world health care. Uh -huh. They're wanting to go to a one world currency yeah. and a one world religion. Mm -hmm. Now, the one world religion will be harder to do than any of the other yeah. because people are very protective of their religion, mm -hmm. but Josh sent me a video earlier today, and they've already created a temple. Uh, is it in Abu, Abu Dhabi? I think where you? Yeah, yeah, it's in Abu Dhabi. But they've created a place for all religions to come in together and worship in one place, and they promote it <clears throat> as it's peaceful, and mm -hmm. we should all just be able to come together. And worship together, and they're promoting it as peace. Yeah, just like the tribulation, it's a false peace. Yeah, and when you take a catastrophe like the trip, uh, the the rapture, when millions of people are going to disappear, the world is going to be in a total wreck and chaos. It's going to be easier at that point to make these things happen. Yeah, because people is going to say, well. This is working out, and that's working out. So, yeah, maybe we can all just worship together. So, yeah. you know, people need to These things are being prepped and yeah. being made ready as we speak. Yeah. and uh, But then again, as I said, how can we as born-again Christians, right. we believe that Jesus Christ is God's Son? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, like Jesus when he, in the, 16th chapter of Matthew, when he asked the disciples, who do men yeah. say that I, the son of man, am? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, the answer said, well, some say you're Jeremiah. Some believe you're John the Baptist raised from the dead or one of the prophets. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus asked them an all-important question. Yeah. And every born-again believer must be able to answer this question. Mm -hmm. Who do you yeah. say that I, the Son of Man, am? Mm -hmm. who do you say Jesus yeah. is? Yep. And, uh, you know, Peter answered, said, we believe. Evidently, he was answering for all the disciples. Mm -hmm. And he said, we believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, mm -hmm. for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Yeah. And upon this rock, now, you know, some believe that he was talking about uh, because Peter's name uh, means little rock. Yeah. You know, uh, stone, little stone, and uh, that he was meant he was going to build uh, the church upon Peter. 
but he's talking about the rock of revelation knowledge that only God can give. Mm -hmm. And he said, upon this rock of revelation knowledge of who he is, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And another thing about uh, that makes Christianity different from all other religions is Christianity is the only one that God gave his only son Mm -hmm. to redeem mankind. No other religion can make that claim. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, when you look at verses 4 and 5 and and on, you know, and it talks about the woman, which is the Babylonian system, Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about, and it says that she was adorned with or arrayed in purple and scarlet, which represents wealth, and adorned with gold and precious stones, you know, having her golden cup full, and it goes on. And then when you look, and this is, some people say, well, I it probably ain't that. But it was so amazing that even John, seeing everything that he had saw, was amazed and marveled at her amazement because that that angel, hey, I mean, he the angel kind of rebuked him. Yeah. You know, why did you marvel at that? You know, so it it's going to be, I believe a lot of your, uh, the one world currency, all those things will funnel through that one Babylonian system. Yeah. And, you know, from some of what I've read where it says the beast that, that you saw, verse 8, says the beast that you saw was and is not and will ascend out, again, that that's talking a lot about, like we talk about the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. because the Roman Empire was never conquered. It destroyed itself from within, and that it would rise back up, you know, as the ultimate. Mm-hmm. But again, it's still a culmination of all the different religions that's been mm-hmm. against Christ from the beginning of time. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Ten Toes Kingdom that's mentioned in, uh, you know, Nebuchadnezzar's image, Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes up, it'll have, actually, it'll have traits of all of the empires mm-hmm. that have, uh, you know, existed. But uh, the the thing about it is, now, it doesn't mean that actually Rome is going to take over yeah, the world. Right. You know, but it's, it's, going, it's just talking about, uh, that those ten kings that will be raised up in the last days, and I believe that. Uh, uh, well, I was reading where it said that, uh, you know, their uh, the European economic community mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, uh, which is in the that region, you know, and they're trying to, and and where where is, uh, you know, all the money. Mm-hmm. Really control from yeah Switzerland Geneva mm-hmm. Switzerland mm-hmm. and that's through uh, you know the uh, economic system there yeah. that they have uh, and uh, so uh, I b- I believe that it will be uh, you know a representation of all those empires that have ruled over uh, the nation of Israel uh, but. Uh, you know, they, of course, will not, uh, you know, get very far because 
uh, and the Antichrist will, you know, he will have to persuade them to follow him, especially when he sets himself up in the temple of God, according to Matthew mm-hmm. 24, to yeah. be worshipped as God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so uh, many believe that he will, uh, uh, through uh, the the uh, ten kings that, uh, you know, follow him, uh, that he will persuade them through their, you know, armies, their militaries, to help destroy this false religion, the great whore mm-hmm. called Babylon, uh, because they'll have to remove her out of the way before they will accept him as God right. himself in mm-hmm. the temple. So and, they end up turning against. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, and, uh, you know, verse 17, because we've kind of covered the ten horns and the, the ten kings. But down at verse 7, it says, For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, mm-hmm. to be in one mind. It, that's a, a resemblance of what he did with Pharaoh. Yeah, And it's not that God actually hardened their hearts, but he allowed them to continue in their own destruction to where they hardened their own hearts. Yeah. You know, but, um, but irregardless, you know, uh, where it's talking about all this, you know, it's still, ver- you know, jump back up to verse 14 because it says they'll make war with the lamb. Mm-hmm. But I like that. It says they'll make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome. So, you know, he, it doesn't matter how much they they want to fight, it, the lamb overcomes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it they, they, they may rise to a temporary power, but no sooner than they get their power established, it's gonna it's gonna be wiped away. Yeah. You know. Yeah, verse twelve I think says that they will have power as kings one hour yeah. with the beast. Yeah. So their kingdoms are uh may seem to be all all powerful, but they're not gonna last long. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But is that all you wanna add on seventeen? Uh well, uh the the fact, you know, you mentioned that, uh, use the example of uh, how God used Pharaoh, mm-hmm. you know, and when you uh, read that in the book of Exodus, uh, you know, it, it says in one place that Pharaoh hardened his own heart, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, or, or God, that yeah. God hardened his heart. Well, I, you know, I was thinking about that one day, and I thought, well, if God hardened his heart, there was nothing he could do. Yeah. You know, but if you read, you know, you can't just read that one verse and make a decision. Yeah. You you read all of it, and you'll find out that it said that Pharaoh hardened his own heart Mm -hmm. because Pharaoh had every opportunity Mm -hmm. to let the people of Israel go free. Yeah. You know, and if he had a, had a made the decision to let them go free, uh, he would have been all right. You yeah. Know? But uh, he hardened his own heart. Yeah. I, I believe he was, of course, you know, he, he, after all, he was the Pharaoh. He was the one who was uh, in power. 
and he ruled over the the known world at that time, uh, you know, and the Egyptian empire was uh, tremendous. But, uh, you know, I think he was lifted up in pride and so forth, and, you know, he thought, well, I, I can't be defeated, you mm-hmm. know. But he found out, you know, after Moses went to him those ten times and said, telling him what God said, and if he would have obeyed, they could have, uh, you know, and, and been freed. He, they would not have been destroyed like they were, you know. But uh, it's like you said, they he had opportunity. Right. God gave him a choice, but he hardened his own heart. Mm-hmm. And yet God used him. You know, God can use uh, evil and wicked kings and leaders. Mm-hmm to accomplish his own plan and purpose. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe it. he uses them that way because they have their own volition, yeah. their own will, mm-hmm. their own desires, their own choosing, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, be wicked, be evil. Uh, you know, they, they don't want to obey God. They don't want to do what God's word says. Mm-hmm. And uh, they harden their own. It's the same way. Uh, with us, uh, you know, God gives us a choice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God will deal with us, but, you know, if we if we reject him mm-hmm. and we keep rejecting him, we actually, we're hardened, hardening our own heart. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, at the scripture in the book of Romans, you know, says, that, uh, you know, because they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it seems that the God we know in, sir, yeah. that, uh, you know, the rest of the religions of the world hate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't want to hear about him, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And uh, sometimes, you know, it uh, talked about, that people would literally clamp their hands over their ears and go run off screaming because yeah. they didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. And it said, then God gave them up to a reprobate mind yeah. to do those things which are unseemingly mm-hmm. or evil and wicked. Yeah. You know, so God, the Bible says God will not always strive with a man. Right. God will deal with you. Mm-hmm. He'll give you an opportunity, mm-hmm. ample opportunity. Yeah to make the right choice, to make the right decision. But if you persist in living wickedly and mm-hmm. doing evil and harming God's people, sooner or later you, you're going to have to face yeah. the hard time. Yeah, you know? yeah. But so we see in chapter 17 that this is where the, the, the city of Babylon, what we would call it, where they are ab- ab- actually building that temple, they're getting everything, and all your commerce, all your worship, all the government rule, everything is going to funnel through this. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, and it said they'll, they'll reign for a short time, I think that's yeah. verse 10. And now when we look at chapter 18, this is pertaining to the fall of Babylon. Uh-huh. So no sooner than they get it built, 
and think they're, everything's going good and they've got it, it yeah. it's destroyed. So I'm going to go ahead and read chapter 18, and then we'll discuss it. But starting chapter 18, verse 1, and it says, After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of her of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plague. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived lux luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord who judges her. The kings of the earth who commit fornication and, luxur and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of the most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon and incense, fragrance and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, and bodies and souls of men. The fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you, and all things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, who became rich by her, will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple, scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster who travels the uh, let's say yeah, every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea stood at a distance, and they cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, "What is it like this great city?" They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing, and saying, "Alas, alas." that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, O heaven, 
and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found any more. The sound of the harpist, the musicians, the flutists, the trumpeters shall not be heard in her in you any more. No craftsman or any craft shall be found in you any more, and the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you any more. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you any more, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you any more. For you, your merchants, were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. So by reading that, you begin to see that all the commerce, everything, the great riches were coming out of that. And I believe when it was talking there in uh, it's the first few verses there where it talks about uh, verse 2, when it says, Babylon the great is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and every cage, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird, I almost believe that that will become, it will be swallowed up mm-hmm. after it's destroyed, and that literally will become hell. Down, you know, it, it will disappear off the, the face of the earth, but it says it will become a place, a dwelling place for the demons and the unclean spirits in, in uh, you know, that have been tormenting people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i glad we're not going to be here, but I believe that that, you know, it, it also talks about that that angel cast a millstone. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded of the scripture, uh, you probably know exactly where it is, where it says, woe unto thee who uh, would cause the least of these to stumble mm-hmm. because it would be better to have a millstone cast around your neck or put around your neck and cast into the sea mm-hmm. than to cause one of these to stumble. Yeah. She's being judged, that city, that great city is being judged by causing these people to fall away and to stumble into the fornication and and the luxury that she affords. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, you know, back in uh, Revelation chapter 6, mm-hmm. when the uh, angel opened the fifth seal, it revealed the martyred saints. Uh, yeah. It said, when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And now notice it said, they cried with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, mm-hmm. holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And it talked about white robes and mm-hmm. be given them and so on. Uh, but he told them to be patient because there was going to be more mm-hmm. that would become martyrs, you know, yeah. for their faith and so on. Until that was fulfilled, yeah. you know, he was going to let them continue. Mm-hmm. But here we see that, uh, but that they, she, she will ultimately mm-hmm. be destroyed yeah. from off of there. And I, I don't believe that, uh, you know, some believe that the city of Babylon will actually be rebuilt, you know, right. like it was in, in yeah. that day. But uh, 
I, the Bible, uh, it, it, it doesn't say that, uh, you know, it'll be that city, but uh, it will have the characteristic yeah. of, uh, you know, the religion, uh, how all that was handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it'll have the same characteristic. But like I said, it will be a uh, culmination of all the false religions mm-hmm. from beginning from Egypt all the way yeah. through. And uh, as we said earlier, even today, yeah, in this time, mm-hmm. who is it that persecutes the church? Yeah, it's the religious, mm-hmm. supposedly. Yeah. religious people yeah. that persecute true believers today. Mm-hmm. You can go into other third world countries and, uh, you know, you find that uh, they're being persecuted. In China, they have a, uh, our, what I can understand and what I've read is that uh, they have a tremendous underground church. Mm-hmm. But they're being persecuted, mm-hmm. you know, by the thousands. Yeah. You know, it's a commonplace thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in India, in yeah. Africa, in other uh, countries, you know, where they're, they have false religions, false gods, uh, it's the religious that are being stirred up against true believers, true Christians. Yeah. But the time will come when she will reap what she has sown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she will be destroyed and be no more. Yeah, yeah. And that's what at verse 20 of Revelation 18, that's what he said, Rejoice over her, O heavens, mm-hmm. and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. That's right. And mm-hmm. in my footnotes where it's talking about the millstone that, you know, that's cast uh it threw into the sea, it, it's it's a it's denoting that there'd be absolute total destruction. Mm-hmm. There'll be nothing left at all of that that system and 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 what's going on there. And you know the bad thing, sad or sad thing, even at that is those people that are mourning the the merchants and the the people on the ships. These people are mourning. Not because they know they've missed God, they're mourning because now their their luxurious life that they've been living, mm-hmm. their money, their income, is now being taken away because it, you know it said there that no more will you be able to buy uh, from her, and you know when it went through and list all the gold, silver, it listed all the woods, the the spices, and all that indicates that that will be the major hub. Mm-hmm. especially in that area. And even when you talk about ships, well, that's commerce even mm-hmm. to the United States and other continents, that that will be the major hub for everything, period, that goes out, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's going to be destroyed. So, you know, it's uh, going to be a, a, a an amazing thing, but, you know, it just, we're going we're gonna to be, like I say, I, I keep telling people, I'm on the first bus load out. I'm not going to be here to watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you know, beautiful thing about it. And, uh, you know, evidently uh, this destruction of the false religion mm-hmm. will happen somewhere maybe at the middle or just after yeah. the middle of the tribulation. 
because before uh, the Antichrist mm-hmm. can set himself up in the temple, right, and he will demand mm-hmm. that people worship him as yeah. God, mm-hmm. and that uh, the false prophet, of course, will you know try mm-hmm. to convince people yeah. as well, and to tell them you know that he is the true God, mm-hmm. and you must worship him, you must bow down to his mm-hmm. image, you must receive his mark, yeah, or you can't buy and sell, and all of that. And uh, so uh, she will have to be because uh, at the beginning it seems that the kings, the ten kings, mm-hmm. nations that, uh, you know, serving with the Antichrist, uh, they are all right with it. But really, deep down, they hate her. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, that's one thing about the devil. <laughs> he... he he doesn't love anybody. I mm-hmm. mean, even people that obey him mm-hmm. and live for him and serve him, mm-hmm. give their soul to him. He hates them. Yeah. And he, he don't care. He, Mm-mm. he has no, no, uh, love for anybody. Yeah. And he will destroy every human life he can ever destroy. Yeah. You know? And, uh, so, but as he sets himself up in the temple to be worshiped as God, those ten kings that are giving them their mm-hmm. service to him and honor to him, uh, they will dis- they will be the ones destroying mm-hmm. the Babylonian system yeah. that that false system, the great harlot or mm-hmm. uh, the whore, as the Bible calls it, and uh, you know to get her out of the way because she will be the only thing here that will keep the Antichrist from going yeah. into the temple to be worshipped as God. Yeah, and that, that I don't, you you would know this better, but I get where you talk, and this, to me, it makes sense that this is about mid-tribulation mm-hmm. because in mid-tribulation it talks about a death blow, mm-hmm. but that it the the Antichrist will raise back up and it, do you believe it's right. destroying the Babylonian system and then the Antichrist system will completely take it, over at that point? It, uh, I, I don't remember which chapter it yeah. was we, uh, we studied uh, over, but uh, it talks about, you know, the, the seven heads. Mm-hmm. saw the beast that had seven heads yeah. and ten horns. Mm-hmm. And as we said, you know, those uh, seven uh Mountains. One one scripture refers to it as seven mountains, mm-hmm. but uh, it had seven heads. Each head represents, <coughs> excuse me, a kingdom. Yeah. And uh, it said one mm-hmm. of his heads was wounded. Yeah. As it were mm-hmm. to death. Yeah. In other words, one of the heads mm-hmm. was struck a, a, a seemingly yeah. a death blow, mm-hmm. but it it will actually be raised up again mm-hmm. in the last day. Yeah. So a lot of people have ta- thought that that was talking about the Antichrist, the man. Right. Uh, you know, that he uh, was somebody will try to assassinate him, mm-hmm. shoot him in the head yeah. and kill him. But uh, then, you know, the, the false prophet will raise him up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, uh, uh, the devil has no Mm-mm. resurrection power, power. so that can't be. What he's talking about here 
is when he says one of his head. Mm-hmm. See, it's not the whole system right. that's destroyed. It's just one of them. Yeah. And uh, it will be seemingly brought back, back to yeah. life in the Ten Toes Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, you know, will happen in the last days. So I believe that uh, the, when it talks about one of his heads, which we see from Scripture clearly, mm-hmm. he's talking about the seven world empires. Mm-hmm. But one of those seven world empires, head will be wounded as it were mm-hmm. to death. I believe that's the Roman empire. Yeah. Because when Christ came mm-hmm. and gave his life on the cross, mm-hmm. rose again from the dead, and, you know, and then, of course, the he uh, that struck a death blow mm-hmm. to that beast system. Mm-hmm. But it, because why? Because the gospel, yeah. the truth of God's word was yeah. being put forth by the apostles and others, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, even through all the persecution that uh, they received, mm-hmm. it said they were scattered abroad. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that looked like, well, the devil's a winning. Mm-hmm. No, because everywhere they were scattered, they were preaching the gospel. Yeah. And so in a sense, them being scattered abroad because of mm-hmm. the persecution uh, was a blessing because it was causing them to go out from yeah. Jerusalem and go into other countries or all around, and they were preaching the gospel everywhere. Yeah. And it said uh, in the Great Commission, in the last verse of the Great Commission, it, you know, and uh, he said, first of all, verse 15, go into all the world, preach the gospel mm-hmm. to every creature. He that believeth and baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And then it said, in my name, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not right. harm them. They will lay hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. And it said, and then they went out mm-hmm. and preached everywhere, and God working with them. Yeah, with them. So, mm-hmm. you see, by them being persecuted and being mm-hmm. spread abroad, they everywhere they went, they were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then, you know, when you talk about when, when Jesus rose again, and the church was established. That was the death blow to the Roman to the Roman em- Empire, to that uh, beast system, the beast systems, seemingly unto death, yeah. and it cannot come back until what is it? First Thessalonians. I can't get that. First Thessalonians. Yeah, where it said it talks about that hindering restraint. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, has to be yeah. lifted. Yeah. So the church working through or Jesus working through the church is the death blow that keeps the Roman system or the beast system at bay or, you know, until the church is lifted and until the church is lifted, it can't come back into power. Yeah. That's in uh, second Thessalonians chapter two. Uh, You know, he, he said, they were in in that time in in the church in Thessalonica. They were some who were teaching that the resurrection had already passed. Yeah, had already come. And he said, 
in uh, verse uh, 2 of Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, he said that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us. They mm-hmm. were sending out letters to uh, the the resurrection yeah. has already happened. It's already passed. And uh, he said, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, you know, he was coming back, right, at, or had come back. And it said, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. Mm-hmm. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. So there's going to be a, a falling away mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, seemingly of the church. Yeah. Uh, but I believe there's going to be the true church, the remnant. Yeah. Uh, God will always, he always had a remnant in the nation of Israel. Yeah. They, I mean, uh, the nation as a whole, of course, rejected Christ, but there's always been a remnant. Yeah. And there's going to always be a remnant in the true church, yeah, you know, yeah. of believers. And, uh, but it said, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he as God mm-hmm. sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Mm-hmm. In other words, he deceived himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, saying, I'm God. Mm-hmm. Worship me. I'm yeah. God, you know. And he said, you, don't you remember that when I was with you, I told you these things? Mm-hmm. And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Mm-hmm. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth. And uh, in the margin of my Bible, that uh, Hebrew word there, or Greek word, is hinders. So you read it. You can read it this way: Only he who now hinders will hinder until he be taken out of the way. Right. And then. Yep. Not before. Not before. And then, after that hindering restraint mm-hmm. is removed, then. Yeah. Not before. It it cannot happen before. Yeah. So. All of you that want to go through the tribulation, you can stay if you want to. Yeah. But as Wesley said earlier, we're going out on the first bus load. Yeah. And then that wicked, which is the Antichrist, be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, mm-hmm. which is the sword of the spirit, yeah. the word of God, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Praise God. Yeah. And uh, so... You know, we we uh, we have that hope. Mm-hmm. I was t- uh, talking to uh, a doctor today, uh, and uh, you know, I, when I go to see him, I always he said, "Give me a scripture." Mm-hmm. You know, he's a Christian doctor, and uh, I talked to him because this is, of course, Easter week. You mm-hmm. know, Easter weekend coming, and. Uh, I said, you know, in 1 Corinthians 15, the Apostle Paul, they, he was talking there to the Corinthian church, and they were Sadducees 
that they were teaching that there was no such thing as a resurrection. Mm-hmm. That's why they were sad. You, you see. see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, so uh, Paul asked them. He said, "Well, if you don't believe there's a resurrection, why then are you baptized for the dead?" Mm-hmm. Well, that was what was the purpose yeah. in it? If they didn't believe mm-hmm. there was no resurrection, yeah, and yet they would be baptized for the dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, if the dead rise not, he said, then is our faith in vain. Mm-hmm. Our preaching has been in vain. And he said, uh, we have been found to be false witnesses of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he said, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Mm-hmm. And then verse 20, mm-hmm. praise God. But now is Christ yep. risen from the dead right. and become the first fruits of them that slept. Yep. Jesus was not the first man ever raised from the dead, right. but he was the first man ever raised from the dead to immortality, yeah. never to taste death again. again. Yep. And then it said many of the saints which slept was raised up, mm-hmm. walked the streets of Jerusalem, and then he said, every man in his own order. order. Yeah. You see, there's an order to the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Everything God does is in, in order. order. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And uh, so thank God. I believe, yes, what is what is that hindering restraint? Mm-hmm. It has to be the church, mm-hmm. the blood-bought church yep. that is carrying the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ by the power mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit that lives in them. inside us. Yep. So if the, it, it, in other words, the Holy spirit cannot be removed from the earth No. because if, if he, if he's removed, then we're going to be removed because when Jesus yep. said, I will send you another comforter, mm-hmm. in other words, I'm going to send you somebody just like me mm-hmm. and said, when he's come, he will abide with you for a little while. Yep. Oh, that's not what it said. Nope. It, it said he will abide with you forever. Forever. So that means if he goes anywhere, we're going with him. Yep. But the Holy Spirit, how can you remove him when he's everywhere all the all time? The time. <laughs> he will yeah. be here during that time yeah. for people to be drawn to Christ by the preaching of the gospel. Yep, that's it. Well, we're out of time, folks, but we appreciate you tuning in. Remember to do your part. Hit the like button over there on that left-hand corner at the bottom. Then do us another favor and share it. Share it on your social media platforms. Do your part to help us share the gospel to get that out there to let people know that Jesus is coming back soon. There's no time to waste. Amen. We need to be ready and need to try to take as many people as we can with us. We don't want to leave anybody behind. We want everyone and, and Jesus is for everybody. Yeah. Heaven is for everybody that will accept Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. Listen, guys, have an awesome and blessed Easter weekend. Remember what you what this weekend's about. It's our risen Savior. Yeah. When he rose again, he put a death blow on Satan that he's never recovered from and he never will recover from. We get the victory. 
So we'll see you next. Well, we're going to be off next Easter week. We're going to be off. We're going to take a week off. So y'all don't forget us. Don't run off and leave us. We'll be back the following Wednesday night. We'll pick up chapter 19, and this is where it gets good. Yes. This is where we start talking about the new heavens, the new earth, the the millennial reign of Christ. Oh, it just gets good. Mm -hmm. Invite somebody else to watch it. Guys, we'll see you next week.